Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe podcast. Daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Sorry for the late start today. Got a little behind. You know, slows you down when you have to clean a dog waste Every day, it seems like. So now it's to a point where, uh, from inside of the house, it's to a point now where I'm like, okay, I am taking day. I think it's Daisy. I'm pretty sure Daisy is the one that's going tinkle on the carpet. Now we've got that extractor that just sucks like it, it puts down this, uh, you know, this carpet cleaner and then it, uh, it pulls it all up. So it does a great job. But still, you know, I mean, what is going on with this dog? So I'm starting to think she might have some type of uh, problem in her urinary tract. So I'm going to call the vet today. That's the goal. Um, Get her checked. See what's up. Because normally this isn't a problem. So I don't know where this came from. So she must be in some type. There must be some type of issue going on there. O'Neill. His issue is he ate all of that garbage. And so now um, the garbage comes out of his butthole. You haven't lived until you've seen a turd uh, wrapped up with styrofoam. Or paper towel. Or tinfoil. A turd with tinfoil was seen. This guy is so lucky that he hasn't gotten an obstruction. My God. Uh, In fact, I uh, withheld water from the dogs again. At like... uh, 
I don't know, 6, 7 p.m., so they couldn't drink it all night. O'Neal woke up and was just, oh, my God, I'm so thirsty. I let him outside in the backyard, and there's water on top of the pool cover, and the fucker started drinking that. I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. So I'm pretty sure he's not peeing. I think Daisy's got an issue, so I got to take the damn dog to the vet. All right. Welcome in. So glad that you are here. You ever like be uh, hanging out in your community and uh, you have like, uh, do you have like local motorcycle gang that um, drives through and they, they like pop wheelies and they drive on the sidewalk and they, they fucking, they get to the intersection where, you know, you got red light, green light and they get to the right there and then they like do burnouts and take off like a bat out of hell and everybody can ever fuck you, everybody, fuck you. Everybody hates those guys, right? We've got those. They're everywhere. You got bikers like that that drive those those motorcycles that way. And then you've got uh, guys on motorcycles who obey the law, but they dress up in stupid costumes. Okay. I don't know which one's worse. Costume guy who thinks he's in the hell's angels or guy who drives around doing wheelies and driving like an asshole. I'm thrown off as to which is worse. I think guy who wears costume is worse because he really thinks he's hot shit. That's like Patriot Nick. Patriot Nick does that. Remember when Patriot Nick used to shoot videos of himself wearing his costume and then his stupid beard? And he's like, oh, yeah, this is really great. And people were like, yeah, all right. All I did was when I'd see those videos, I would just go to anyone who gave it a thumbs up and just ban them. Out, 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 out. You're out. I'm sorry. I think he's uh, uh, known as Lonely Nick now. Okay, so Daytona Beach Bike Week. I guess that's like now. Well, cops were um, following a pack of these dudes on motorcycles that like do wheelies and act like assholes and ride on the sidewalk and shit. Guys on the motorcycles have an advantage. You can go much faster at a more quicker uh, and and take off, accelerate faster. You know, they're they're just gone like a bat out of hell. And the cops are doing their best trying to catch up with them. My God, this example of instant karma is incredible. As Blue State Rob says, this is better than taking my wife to the dentist. Sign Lonely Nick. So in this video, uh, one of the dudes in the motorcycle gang, he acknowledges the cop chasing him by giving him the finger. I think you know where this is going. Hey, 
Yeah, they are. These ones, I guess, are obeying the law. Maybe. No. Okay, so the cops are like, pull over, and they won't do it. No, fuck you. We're not going to do it. Fuck you, copper. So they're like radioing ahead, figuring out who's going to be where to rein these guys in. Coming up to a traffic light. Okay. This dude right here is about one second away from having something terrible happen. He's passing the truck and he's giving the finger here. This right here, this truck is going to crush him. He doesn't die. I think I just fucked everything up. All right. He doesn't die in this. In fact, he runs away. Let me back this up. Look at <laughs> so the dude in the truck greases the dude on the motorcycle. He just smashed him. My God, is this fantastic. Uh, and if they get the light, we can just jump out yes all right it's at this point that the dude then uh the cops then the guy the guy on the motorcycle he took off running but he is injured. He's actually hurt his leg. Now we're going to hear the exchange from the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the chest cam or whatever the fuck. Body cam. The interaction between the cops and this asshole. Sheriff's canine, get on the ground. Do it now. Get on the ground. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Over. Sir. Put your hands behind your back. Sir, I got Give me your hands. Shut up! Yes, sir. Shut up. <laughs> Give me your hand. Shut up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got him. Idiot. I know. Yeah, you know. Stay on your belly. Sir, on my leg. Stay on your belly. Yes, sir. Look like you were running pretty good to me. You look like you were running pretty good to me. Shut up, idiot. You look like you're running pretty good to me. The only thing that's keeping this guy from death is the color of his skin. Oh, my God. Fuck. Oh, my God. You're going to hear the rock bottom moment in a second. Sir, sir, you've got to hold my right leg up. rescue coming to you. Yes, was dumb i love the fact that he's hurt but not so bad that they can stand over him and talk shit that was dumb that was dumb oh yeah look at it are you guys kidding me seems like you ran pretty good from there to here but it fucking hurts did you hear that the asshole goes look at it look are you kidding me i ran but it hurt 
You know how your leg doesn't hurt? You don't run from the cops and crash your bike. That's how it doesn't hurt. <laughs> okay. Out of all the shit that cops put up with, it's got to be worth it to be able to have this moment right here with this dumb fuck. Understood, but I'm in pain right now. Well, don't run from the sheriff's office. Then you won't crash your bike. This is funny. No, I don't think it's funny. I think it's incredibly stupid. But I'm with a group of people. They all kept going. And what you am I ran to? I'm with a group of people. They all kept going. What am I supposed to do? And then, and then you ran to the all the way over here. We're being chased by 12 cops in the middle you of the oh, no, 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 no. What am I supposed to do? Stop and figure out why we're chasing Hold you. On. What's your first name? Joshua. Joshua. Mike. I was the one that was behind you guys on Old Dixie. Literally. He still doesn't get it. All right. Every one of you looked right back at me. And what'd you do? You guys, all, you guys all gunned it. So this is all on you. I loved it. Excellent work. I'm so happy for those cops. Jesus. I still wish they would have said, look, while we have you, we are going to pretend that you're black and beat the fuck out of you for like an hour. Oh my God. Kenny says, I do love when cops talk shit to dumb asses in these situations. Best part of the cops TV shows, even the uh, old reruns. No, you're right. That is, I think that's actually like the first reality show. Actually, no, the best part is when they tase people. Yeah. Uh, Rodney King style. Oh, absolutely. Maureen asks if his leg was all muppety floppity. I don't, I don't think it was. I don't think he had a muppety flop. I think he just like was hurt. Put the boots to him. Cole says. Chris said he's completely complying. Kind of surprised they haven't shot him yet. Oh, bad news for that guy. Oh, my God. The cops, TV shows, TV cameras save many black men. Oh, yeah. And PD Live was better than cops, according to uh, Corey. Holy shit. What a scene. Motherfuck. No, thanks. I will not be riding a motorcycle. You know what? I take it back. I might ride a dirt bike. I'd love to own a dirt bike, but on the road, I don't know. I mean, I had that scooter, but all I did was piss people off on the scooter doing 40 miles an hour. It seemed a little bit... You see, when you don't have any power, it was a 49cc motor. When you don't have any power, you're, you're less likely to do stupid shit. Holy cow, that isn't that was incredible. All right, folks, if you ever want to reach out to me, send me an email, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the short liners striping inbox. Feel free to do that. I'd love to hear from people, love the correspondence. If you ever see a news story that you think I should be talking about or maybe tipping me off on something, uh, please do that as well. I got a few today. I appreciate that. Some of the things we talk about today are uh, uh, directly from those. 
So that is great. I appreciate that. If you're getting the show right now on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm about to cut you off. Go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live to get the show uninterrupted. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane live. All one word, Eric Zane live. And there I am. You can pick it up right where, uh, right where uh, you left off and then uh, never have that problem again. Uh, follow the page. Once you get there, give yourself a username. Follow the page. Give yourself a username so you can comment on the things we talk about. And if you want to subscribe using your Amazon Prime account, that is a way to get the show minus commercial interruptions. Twitch is part of Amazon, and in order to pay for the platform, they throw a few commercials on uh, in the middle of the stream. So if you want to bypass all of that, sign up using your Amazon Prime account. They offer that free for you, but you have to do it each month. You have to manually link up the account each month. Or... They give you the option of throwing a few bucks at it each month if you don't have Amazon Prime. That's totally up to you. Or just enjoy the show and sit through those commercials. Not a not a big deal. I appreciate uh, you, though, being part of it and getting the show uh, live as it happens. And then um, on Twitch, the video on demand is there once it finishes up. And, of course, the audio podcast, the bread and butter of all of this, wherever you download shows, it doesn't matter. I'm on all of the platforms Subscribe to the audio podcast. Download to your heart's content. Uh, not to mention, if your podcast platform has you, gives you the ability to rate and review it, I would appreciate that too. So uh, thank you so much. All right. So for those of you on Twitter, uh, YouTube, and Facebook, it's time to say goodbye. Facebook. And of course, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And I uh, really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much. My God, I can't believe that guy driving that motorcycle, riding that motorcycle. You don't drive a motorcycle, you ride a motorcycle. That's what I was told. If you say you drive it, you look like an idiot if you say that. But uh, whatever. Um, Nick. Just subscribe. Thank you. That is 13 straight months. I appreciate that. Corey sets me straight. He says, you don't have to manually link it up, but you do need to resubscribe each month with, with Prime. Once it's linked, it stays linked. Okay. Duly noted. Resubscribe each month. Blue State Rob asks me, did you injure your testicles on the scooter seat because of your moose knuckle pants? It was a little uncomfortable. Come on now. Those were good days. I sold that um, thing to Gabe the Honduran. That thing is still functioning. That thing kicked ass. It was a great Yamaha scooter. Yamaha. It was an 08 so that's pretty old. That's like fucking, what, 15 years old now? I can't believe that. I want another one. All right. Sign up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I just had my contestant for Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia have something developed this morning and cannot make it. And I haven't been able to get a hold of Dale, so I'm going to punt this week. And I will uh, make it up next week 
patreon.com slash Eric Zane. We will have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast on Thursday and a new edition of Who Are These Zanes, which will premiere on Saturday. Got a lot of positive feedback from the latest edition of Who Are These Zanes. I appreciate that. And appreciate uh, you following following on ad-free listener-supported Patreon. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A. Sarah Honda Granville.com. Test drive a brand new Honda today at Sarah. They are on Kenowa Avenue, just north of 44th Street in beautiful Granville, Michigan, right next to the Cracker Barrel. If you are local to West Michigan, this is where you need to go to get a brand new car, and I suggest a Honda. They run forever. I still have my first Honda. That was the 06. Oh, my God. 06 or 07. Honda Accord. My daughter drives it now. It's like 200,000 miles on the thing. It runs great. It's all beat to shit because we're very tough on our cars in this household, but uh, still runs. I uh, can uh, get a certified pre-owned used car too uh, there as well from their vast lot, the biggest in Michigan. So if you want to drive out today, you get a certified pre-owned used car, which is like new. Or test drive a brand new one today. Uh, We have some Jew haters in the area. That are driving around. And uh, they they go into residential neighborhoods. They roll on the window and then they throw out these. um, This propaganda out the window. Like a, like a newspaper, you know, like the thrifty nickel newspaper on your, on your driveway, you see, you open it up and you get the deals. Well, uh, in West Michigan, you open it up and it says, go to hell Jews. Like some real terrible sicko shit. So in one part of town, I think it's uh, Caledonia. Now, uh, in West Michigan, uh, there's not a lot of Jews. I think there's as many Jew haters as there are Jews. There's just not a lot of Jewish people here for some reason. But uh, I don't, this this uh, this area doesn't strike me as a place where everybody hates Jews. But some asshole is driving around in a minivan throwing his Jew hate material. Uh, Sam the Jew is listening right now. I don't think Sam was a born Jew. I think he converted to the Jew lifestyle. I don't think anybody describes it as the Jew lifestyle either. Audio check video check here we go medic hate speech delivered to driveways in at least two caledonia subdivisions the sheriff's department now investigating after several neighbors complained about the flyers full of vitriolic lies target eight investigator susan samples obtained video of the van distributing those flyers susan the kent county sheriff's department tells me it has identified the person involved but cannot tell me yet whether the person is local the fl- can you imagine if it's saul 
Flyers were in Ziploc baggies weighted down with some sort of seeds. They pushed people to the website of a hate group called Goyam Defense League, known nationwide for venomous speech and harassment of the Jewish community. I don't know why she said the name of the website. That's a huge mistake in my opinion. You don't want, I mean, because people are going to go to that. Not only that, but there are going to be people who hate Jews who see this and they're going to like, Oh man, I think I'm going to go to this website. An unwelcome visitor on a Sunday afternoon, flinging hate filled flyers out the window of this beige Dodge caravan caught on a ring doorbell. Beige. Camera. There were a couple versions. One blamed Jews for the war in Ukraine. The other for the attacks on nine 11. And the second I saw that it made me right. literally goosebumps all over and just this really disgusting feeling i didn't want any part of it in my home i want nothing to do with that any of that sentiment katie harrington was so disturbed she had her husband burn the flyer it's disgusting and it made me feel so uncomfortable to have that in my home around my children you know these anti-semitic flyers blame the jewish community for everything starting COVID, owning banks um starting this lady, I loved her in the film The Incredibles. Every major ill that the the world has seen. Carolyn Normandin of the Anti-Defamation League says the group is a loose network led by five or six people that started in Arizona, spread to other states, and showed up in Michigan in spring 2022, papering neighborhoods with flyers that push people to the group's website. Thousands of online followers. Um, would I get in trouble if a guy, I think I would, if I saw a guy throw one of those like at my neighbors and then I knew that my driveway was next and then if I happened to be in the front yard and I picked up a big rock and threw it at his windshield, I think I'd, I would probably get in some type of trouble, right? This group uh, operates a video platform that streams anti-Semitic content. Really, the only reason that they're in existence is just to hassle and harass the Jewish community. It's a concern. The Kent County Sheriff's Department tells me it's received several complaints about the flyers full of lies. It may be protected free speech, but the Sheriff's Department is also investigating whether the group's actions constitute littering. Someone throwing, you know, paper into our yard or our driveway that we, we didn't sign up for. Um, a lot of people will see that as a littering. Okay, so uh, black guy walking down the street, dead. Uh, guy throwing anti-Semitic Jew-hating material, he gets littering. Uh, anyway, this is this guy. I think this guy's behind the whole thing. Any use for that? There's enough trouble in the world. A lot of people will see that as a littering. I don't have any use for that. There's enough trouble in the world that I don't need to have people throw me that throw that kind of stuff on my driveway. So I threw it. In this guy has an SS uniform. Trash. Figured that's where it belonged. He didn't even take it out of the baggie. Rabbi Mike Oh, I would have. I would want to see exactly what the hell is being spread around the neighborhood. Michael Shattuck of Temple Emmanuel in Grand Rapids said he believes the vast majority of neighbors in Caledonia and West Michigan are kind and generous. He wrote in a statement, what a shame it is that a very few seek to peddle hate. They only stay. Wait a minute. That's kind of true. I mean, these are the same fucking morons who drive around and fuck with uh, fuck Joe Biden flags. 
So I don't know if I believe that. ...and embarrass themselves by their behavior. The Jewish community will always respond to such unbridled hatred with acts of love. Again, the Kent County Sheriff's Department tells... Yeah, uh, did you hear that? The rabbi said, we will always respond to acts of hatred with acts of love. I don't know if I like that. I, I, I think we got to stop this turn the other cheek bullshit. What do you think, Sam? You're a Jew. Shouldn't we start to like beat the shit out of these people? How do you feel about a rabbi saying we need to respond to acts of hatred with acts of love? I think that's bullshit. I don't care what Jesus said. I'm going to go ahead and fuck that guy up. Sam says, turn the cheek, Eric. Turn the cheek. No! Wrong. The only way to stop this behavior is to beat the shit out of these people. What? Maybe? No? Am I I misguided? Amanda says they want you to do that. I... I bet you they don't. I bet you they are not looking to get their ass kicked. I recommend if you see someone throwing Jew-hating material on your driveway that you throw a cinder block at them. Maybe not. Maybe don't listen to uh, what I have to say. All right. Let's take a trip around the radio dial, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for another edition of Around the Radio. It's like Around the Room, but less boring. Arguing the courts made multiple errors in moving the case out of state. And that is a look at your state and West Michigan news here on WGVU from the WGVU newsroom. in the mid-40s. Your WCSG Watch and Wear oh Weather Channel God. forecast provided by Solar Grid of Grand Rapids. Sunshine here today at 43. CSG, that's the religious station. Just had a great ratings book. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenics. Ask about our 0% interest financing. A little bit more, and it's a healthy thing. I listen to all sorts of people. This is the Breakfast Club. Remember the ending? 
Bender? Remember Bender, the, the burnout dude? He pulls the knife on Emilio Estevez. Uh, I don't think that the guy who played Bender, is it Judd Nelson? I don't think he's been seen since that movie came out. Didn't the cast of the movie, The Breakfast Club, that whole cast star in St. Elmo's Fire? Such a mega hit. Forget the final four. You only need the best. Make your choice a slam dunk with the Sentech. For internet voice and video services, give us a call today or visit the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. There were 15,000, 16,000 people having uh-huh. some serious church. Worship. Replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats There ain't shit on here. Of the role. Bishop relates to his authority. No, this is all going to be set up for his dad's alibi in the appeals case. You think so? A hundred percent. And with it, Prince Harry's first public appearance. Absolute disaster. Have access to wireless. There is not, there isn't, out of all those radio stations, there isn't shit on. Except for the St. Elmo's Fire song, the uh, Simple Minds. How'd you like to be Simple Minds? You play that song and then everybody goes, play it again. I can't think of any other songs. That's a bummer. You, you, you work your whole life making music in one song. The beauty of the one-hit wonder. You base your whole life on one hit. So sad. All right. I have a story about... uh... (sighs) Wow. Uh, First of all, I want to get into this. I witnessed something the other day that... It was um, it was remarkable because I've been there, and uh, it it involves um, young kids, and uh, I'm watching my sweet neighbors age before my eyes and experience what Diana and I had to experience. No, six years ago. The boys, little kids, well, it looks like, I don't know, I think one's seven, one's four, are in front of the house playing basketball. I go out there and shoot baskets with them. Fun. There's one more kid in the, in the household. It's a girl. And I have no idea what happened. But all of a sudden, I hear Mama Bear scream the child's name. I'm just going to make up a name. Jenny! 
And the kid is making her way out of the garage. She stops dead in her tracks. And she turns around and she it, that scared the shit out of her. She's probably like 10. She goes, what? Oh, no. And she knows she's in trouble. And uh, the boys look at me and I look at the boys and I said, all right, I'm out of here. And they don't know what to do because they know mama bear is pissed. But they're not in the crosshairs. Jenny daughter is. But they're like fearful that they might be collateral damage on this. They are each holding basketballs in the cul-de-sac. I start walking away like, oh, fuck, I'm out of here. You guys are on your own. Fuck this shit. I don't want to I don't want to be the recipient of this. I felt so busted. Now, this couple, they are so good looking. And it's moments like this that's going to rapidly age them. Not that I was ever good looking, but I did look young at one point in time. And it was moments like this that made me an old wrinkled fuck. so something's happened that mom has now flipped her lid and uh i'm always team mom because these kids they need their all kids need their ass kicked at one point in time too often parents do not kick ass if you don't kick ass you will have an aneurysm the ass kicking has begun. Now, it could be metaphorically, uh, at least I hope. Some type of rage on display is encouraged by all parents. You have an ally in your rage in your old pal, Eric Zane. If you have small kids, this day is coming. And the fact that Mama Bear vented in the garage for the whole cul-de-sac to hear i have full support i give nothing but support to this movement this needs to happen more in order to keep families intact if you don't if you bottle this up and try to parent all new age bullfuck it's going to end up imploding like a fucking uh, star collapsing on itself to make a black hole of death You do not want to do this. You must have this moment regularly, especially as those kids grow because they're all assholes. They have moments when they're nice. Like when I was playing with the boys, that was great, but they're going to have their day too. You must let it fly. I look over my shoulder. Mama bear has now grabbed the kid's coat and is dragging her (laughs) in the house and the kid's going, Oh, ah, let go of me and it's like you're not hurt shut up she didn't say that but i'm thinking i'm like you should drop a shut up on her mom so who knows what the fuck happened it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i am team mom and dad 10 out of 10 times made me so happy to see this happening because we had to do this too Saw Mama Bear yesterday. She's walking out to get the mail. I'm like, 
Hey, hi, Mama Bear. How you doing? She goes, hey, Eric, how are you? I go, good, good. She knows I saw. She also knows that I am Team Mama Bear. Always. I want, I, I'm, I'm talking about this as a public service announcement because some of you audience members have children that are very young. Tyler, I'm looking at you. In about seven, eight years, this is coming. Maybe sooner. You have to embrace the idea of losing your shit. This is going to result in great moments that you are going to um, uh, go back on and then laugh about. Blue State Rob says, did Jenny lose her DS case? Uh, hello? Yeah, hi, Maddie. What, what's up? You, you sound like you're upset. Okay, I was able to gather out of that something about your mother is upset because your DS case is missing and you can't find it anymore? So I'm guessing that it'll probably turn up, you know, over time. It probably just can't find it right now because you're rushing looking for it. Do you think it's gone forever? No, I don't think so, baby. We'll find it. I promise you. Me too. I want to find it too, but I, I'm. It might. It might take a little looking. Okay, well, it sounds like you're having a rough start to your day. I'm sorry. Okay, I love you. Love you too. All right. Sure, it'll be okay. Yeah. Mm. Hey, hey, can you put mommy on? <laughs> wow. Wow. We, we we recorded that. It's awesome. Every time I hear that, it's like the first time I've heard it. Um, Corey says free beer has that now times six. Well, it's going to be times seven because remember, I told you that he's going to have a child this year. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if his, uh, wife is pregnant right now. Uh, Sam, the Jew says, is this what I have to look forward to? Kenny says, yes, that is absolutely true. You, that this is coming. By the way, uh, Aram sent me a great clip that I have not yet made available so that I can access it quickly, but I must, I gotta, I gotta write that down. It is just fucking sweet of Madison and Diana in this war. Jesus. Another one similar to this. Really, really great. So, all right. I just want to share that with you. I thought, I thought it was fantastic that that had happened. All right. Your old pal Eric Zane is going to go potty. Don't go anywhere.
I will be back. Oh, um, when I come back, I've got uh, some an unbelievable bit of information for and uh, for you. And uh, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about something about the guy who played bass in this song. Because as you know, this is um, Jimmy in Portland, Maine, playing the guitar. But there's a there's a person on the bass on this song, which I didn't know. That I got to tell you about. It's actually quite sad because the guy who plays bass on this song just passed away. I'll be back to fill you in on what exactly I'm talking about as soon as I go tinkle. All right. Um, so, yeah, I heard from uh, Jimmy in Maine, and uh, Jimmy is an excellent guitar player. And uh, he reached out to me. He's uh, he's very very sad right now, and that that uh, that that makes me sad. I'm 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 feel bad that he is um, grieving. But uh, as that music you hear is called uh, "Stop." That song is called "Stop, Look and Listen." Jimmy wrote it. It's just an it's an instrumental, obviously, and uh, Jimmy is very very good on the guitar. But I didn't know that the bass player of that song that he made original music is a very, very famous person. And that guy is Michael Rhodes. Jimmy reached out to me and he says, hello, Eric, with a heavy heart, I ask you, please mention the passing of Michael Rhodes. Michael is the bass player that you hear every time you play Stop, Look, and Listen. This is not to promote my music, but to recognize one of the best musicians that the world had. Nashville is devastated, but you will not hear about it in the uh, regular news cycle. He adds, Nashville's my second home and has so many incredible memories for me. One being the opportunity to record with some of the best musicians on the planet. Uh, then uh, it says, the other, the other, finding a morning radio show that helped me get through every day with the best voice on the air, that being you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You are the only one that I would ask uh, to do this. Thank you. Here is a link to an article that sums up the loss of Michael Rhodes. Please do the magic you do. I am forever grateful. So he reached out with that last night at 9 p.m. And I was like, well, of, of course, I'm, I'm so sorry that you are suffering loss and you are sad. Um, this is the guy here. It's kind of it's not the best picture of him. Looks like he's grooving. But uh, this is Michael Rhodes on base. Adam, Adam uh, Schwab says, I saw this clip on the Ultimate Classic Rock Facebook page. So that's good that it's getting out there. A little bit about this guy. He has, uh, you may not know the name, but you've heard his music. Because he's got his hand in just about everything. This article from Billboard uh, just passed away March 4th. Bassist and session musician Michael Rhodes was inducted into the Musicians Hall of Fame in 2019. Has passed. It was 69. Representative for Rhodes confirmed his death to Billboard. Rhodes passed away at his home in Nashville Saturday morning. No cause of death given. Uh, so you know John Jamingo will blame it on the COVID vaccine because he's a fat fucking moron. Uh, Rhodes was born in Monroe, Monroe Louisiana in 1953 
At age 11, he taught himself to play guitar, which he began playing professionally before taking up bass. He went on to have a prolific career in session work, playing on award-winning songs, including Sean Colvin's Sonny Came Home, Leanne Womack's I Hope You Dance, um, Leanne Rhymes and Trisha Yearwood's versions of uh, Diane Warren's How Do I Live. This is, check out who this guy played with. His incredibly long list of credits includes recordings for Willie Nelson, Etta James, Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits, Alan Jackson, Stevie Nicks, Brian Wilson, Joss Stone, Dolly Parton, Dixie Chicks, or the Chicks, J.J. Kale, Winona, Merle Haggard, Randall Bramblett, Amy Grant, Hank Williams Jr., The Highwaymen, John Oates, George Strait, Kenny Chesney, Bob Seger, Dave Stewart, Keith Whitley, Joan Baez, Lionel Richie, Burt Bacharach, Aaron Neville, Johnny Cash, Lonnie Mack, India Ari, Buddy Guy, Grace Potter, Billy Joe Shaver, Ruthie Collins, Michael McDonald, Dan Penn, Jennifer Holliday, John Fogarty, Elton John, and Joan Osborne. Motherfuck. In recent years, he played often in Joe Bonamassa's band. Rest in peace, my friend, Bonamassa tweeted. I can't even get my head around this right now. Wow. No idea that that guy is heard on the intro and outro of the Eric Zane Show podcast. May he rest in peace. Jimmy, I am so sorry at the loss of your pal, Michael Rhodes. I hope we didn't make you cry. But if he did, that's okay. All right. Moving on to something uh, a little bit more ridiculous and unbelievable. This is why if you are a hoarder, you really run a risk of something very terrible like this happening. You know, like when people who have uh, CTE, like athletes or whatever, and uh, sometimes you hear about a person who has CTE, they take their own life or something like that. And they, they don't shoot themselves in the head, but they leave a note that says, Hey, uh, I'm crazy from CTE. Examine my head. And they like take apart the guy's brain and they just, they figure out, Oh yeah, here, here it is. Uh, it, it's something that cannot be determined while the person is alive. Um, they need to do that for hoarders. This hoarder had something unbelievable happen because the man of the hoarder household disappeared in April, last April. So just about a year ago. Uh, The wife comes home. His keys are there. His wallet's there. His car is there. Community of Troy, Illinois. Richard Maddage is not there. The wife, Jennifer, calls the cops. They're like, are you sure he's missing? Well, he's not here. It's been a day. I don't know where my husband is. Police show up. They walk into the home. They're like, oh, God. There's fucking shit everywhere. Boxes and boxes. Just everything stacked. 
you know, I mean, if you ever seen list, uh, this is what you do. If you're a hoarder, you either have your cats eat you or you do a reality show. Maybe something worse will happen. Um, cops describe the residence as a hoarder home. They're talking to um, Jennifer Maddage about last known whereabouts, things like that. And uh, they're stumped. But they do know that the house is a absolute disaster. It smells horrible, looks horrible. The cops, like, can't wait to get out of there. They noticed a sewer-like odor inside the residence. Now, I know where you think this is going. You're thinking, oh, my God, a sewer-like resi- uh, uh, smell in the residence. But, again, the guy's only been missing a day. And she's like, yeah, it always smells like that in here. But cops are thinking, well, maybe he's in the house. Maybe he's he killed himself or he's dead in the house. We just can't find him. It smells like someone died in here. She's like, oh, no, it always smells like that. Uh, The lady called the cops later on to report the odor. She's like, hey, you're right. It does smell like shit in here. Police searched the home a second time. And they're like, well, we're not finding him anywhere. So it's, you know, even if it was, if he, if you just saw him yesterday, it's only been a day and a half. He's not going to start to smell like shit yet. So that's kind of like, um. Not really, doesn't really have anything to do with it, but it could have, it could have, because the family contacted a plumber who described the odor inside the house as sewer gas. So she's like, see, cops, you just know you don't have to search anymore. This is not my husband. My husband is not dead in the house. The plumber placed a cap on one of the sewer pipes in the basement and the odor left. And now she's like, okay, great. Well, that can, we eliminate that. Now I just got to find my husband. That was in April. Eight months later, he was discovered. The man, they finally found the guy. In fact, Jennifer found the guy. In a closet in the home. She told cops she went to a closet to get a bag out containing Christmas decorations on December 11th. And the guy's body was there so no i guess they didn't smell the body i don't know how they didn't smell the body or maybe the sewer smell was masking the smell and she just convinced herself that she couldn't or maybe the smell i don't know you can the body is eventually going to stop smelling right In a phone interview with KTVI, um, the coroner explained that Maddage's body had advanced beyond decomposition. And he had become a mummy. A body becomes a mummy when there are there's no more moisture. The mummy may not have an odor which would explain why it took so long for Richard Maddage to be found. Well, I mean, this is a perfect storm. You've got a fucking hoarder 
where who knows how many dead people are in that house. This is why if you ever walk into a hoarder's home, you should just turn around and walk right back out. You don't want to know those people. You, if, if it's a family member, you need to cut them out of your life. Don't be afraid to cut people out of your life is what someone taught me. Don't be afraid to cut people out of your life. You need to cut them out. They're beyond help. Autopsy showed no further injuries and no foul play was involved in this dude's death. I guess he took his own life, but they're not. it doesn't say how. My God. Maureen says three people in Flint were recently arrested for living with a corpse for almost a year. They were collecting his social security money. Oh, yeah. The house with, was filthy with dogs and cats living in it, too. Rob says when the sewage smells worse than a decaying body. Chris with the line, there's going to be leakage. Yeah, can you imagine the spot on the floor of that closet? Where literally gallons of fluid have collected. I mean, there's going to come a point in time when Mrs. Maddage is going to sell that home. You might be better off just um, because if you, uh, you know, to actually go in there to get all the shit out of there, you'd, you'd need had hazmat suits. You might be better off just bulldozing it and everything inside of it is then just thrown away or burned. You know, I, I'm not even bullshitting you just because God knows what is in there. If you're going to go in there, you got to have teams and crews like when it comes to, uh, what was that fucking place in Ukraine where the, uh, the, uh, nuclear shit blew up into the air. Ben Bulbul or something like that. There was a documentary about it. Dramatization. I, I actually talked about it. The Ben Bulbul nuclear power plant or some shit like that. Chernobyl. That's Ben Bulbul. Fuck me. You remember at Ben Bulbul, uh, they would send in crews in for like 90 seconds at a time. And then they'd have to get out and a new crew would go in and continue the work. Rob calls me a dipshit. That's what you're going to have to do in this lady's house. There's probably new species of cats in there ready to attack. New, new types of cats that are more vicious than regular cats. My God. Unbelievable. We had a moment where, um, in my old neighborhood where the guy died and his cats ate the guy and someone actually bought the house and they removed everything out of the home. Like walls, they, they stripped it down to the studs. Uh, the outside shell of the house was still intact, but there was like, he was a cat hoarder. So he had like 25, 30 cats and he died watching TV in Jenison. 
This is actually before I moved in, but the story is amazing because it's uh, it's kind of swept through the neighborhood. So the cats ate pretty much the guy all the way down to a skeleton and shit him out. So now the guy, his body is just cat shit inside of the home. I don't know how many of the cats made it when they finally got in there, but what a shit show, literally. A human shit show that was. My God. I still, I, every time I drive by that house, I'm like, oh my God, oh, there it is. I will see the uh, tax hobbit today, the one and only Troy Ginzer from Tag Accounting, 616-301-9516. No matter where you are in the United States, reach out to the tax hobbit today to start the process of getting your taxes done for the uh, upcoming April deadline. April 15th? When is it? I don't know. I always get mine done early. Today's the day I do mine. 616-301-9516. Call. Say hello to Christina. She will set you up with everything you need to get started to get your taxes done from TAG Accounting. Usually it's going to be north of about $100. A little bit north of $100 to get your taxes done. Your return, you're going to get the money back in your uh, checking or savings account very, very fast. Everything taken care of. You don't do a thing. All you do is pick up the phone and call 616-301-9516. Save yourself time, anguish, money, everything. If you do it on your own, you're not going to get as much back. I can promise. Even if you use the stupid TurboTax, you are not. Did you know? Did you know? That um, TurboTax wouldn't tell you this. The Gins told me this because I'm figuring out my mileage that I've uh, put on vehicles for the podcast. Business expenses. For the first six months of 2022, you get 58 cents a mile. But they changed it. Last six months of 2022, you get 62 and a half cents per mile. More money. TurboTax is not going to know that shit. Nor is your cousin's uncle's friend who is an accountant, apprentice, sidekick. Yeah, I got somebody to do them for. It's shit. You're getting shit is what you're getting. Tag accounting 616-301-9516. A&E Heating and Cooling. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Call Joe when you need help with your furnace, with your AC. We're getting close to the time of the year when, uh, you know, the AC is going to be Needs to be looked at. You should have your furnace and your AC looked at once per year. Have Joe do it. It's dirt cheap to have it uh, have this upkeep um, done to these pretty pre- precise pieces of equipment. I can't even talk. 616-516-8579 for a scheduled maintenance call or an after-hour service call or just to get something done. If you need a new furnace or an AC unit, They'll take care of you. 616-516-8579. All right. Story going around about an area part of town where this lady has like a little farm. I know some of you have goats. I know uh, Miss Nikki in Maine has goats. I know 
Joe from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone. No, I'm sorry. Matt from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone has goats. Anybody else have goats? This lady has goats too. And in addition to having goats, she has a llama that takes care of the goats. Not even kidding. Well, the lady, I don't know if she was stoned or what. Uh, There was an opening in the fence, and I think the goats took off and the llama took off. Goats came back. Llama didn't. Audio check, video check. The cops had to bring in the llama. Local news at 630. You're watching Fox 17. Okay, so this is like, this is tells you about where I live. First story on the local news is some chick's llama got out. This is when you know that you live in a small town. Llama on the loose. News. Welcome back. This is a story you will want to pay attention to. A llama on the loose. Kent County police sharing this video with us as officers were in the moment trying to wrangle him in there off in the distance. Look at that llama. What a how is that creature even uh, exist? It's it's just a big fat fucking thing with a long neck. It's like a combination of a giraffe and a cow. Wow. Okay, so... So uh, slowly approaching, not sure what to do. Slowly approaching. They got him eventually. And the llama's just not (laughs) having it. So this was the talk of the town in Ada Township over the weekend, but no problema. The police... No problema! (laughs) Ha ha ha, yes. And we're able to wrangle him. Our Lauren Edwards has the story. This is my good friend Joe Llama, and as you can see... That's the, the llama's name is Joe. If the llama could talk, he's probably going to tell uh, Lauren Edwards things that aren't true like they are true. Or perhaps if the llama could talk, he would talk about being being uh, attacked by Chicago gangs. Adorable. He's behind this gate here. But on Saturday, he got out, had a little fun, and we spoke with the owner. Who's- Look at him. He's hilarious. Says- he's just eating, and they, they he eats with that, that weird motion on his mouth. I love llamas. You know what? He was just watching his brothers and sisters. I started getting all these messages and calls that... Okay, here's the hot chick who owns the llama. What? Please don't spit on me. Please don't- Okay, so I guess he's. that's what they do. They, they spit, llamas go, puh, puh. And so she's, she's in mid-sentence, uh, this MILF, and the llama starts spitting at her. You're getting all these messages and calls that, what? Please don't spit on me. Please don't spit on me. Look at him. <laughs> Please, you look irritated. Joe Llama never spat. Oh my God! Look at these six. Mama Andrea Lang, but she says that's how llamas protect their animals. We had a couple incidents with just coyotes and stray dogs. So I read about protection llamas, and they are actually instinctively they will guard and protect your herd. That's all he was doing on Saturday when the goats, his brothers and sisters. Yeah, the llama has a look on his face like "fuck you." Left the pen. This fence is electrified, and it had grounded out. And one of the girls, I think. 
escaped. And so off they went, and Joe just followed suit. They went over. Oh, yeah, man, she's hot. Over to nearby. You see, now that's what I'm talking about. She might be a little too young for me. If she was about 65, I'd be all about it. Maybe she could kick off her shoes. High school, just hanging out. But Andrea had no idea. I was not feeling well. Had taken some NyQuil, and... She's almost as hot as the other Andrea. Suck a big black dick, because I know you want to hear it. I missed all the excitement. So I, when I woke up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I come out. Joe's in the yard. I'm like, what are you doing out of your pen? <laughs> it was the Kent County Sheriff's Office that's... The cops are like, we are so glad that we are on this call. Normally, we have to go and shoot people. Stepped in and got him home safely. They posted their efforts online. The biggest thing is, you know, when we call like a dog, you make that kissy sound. Um, that's long. I'll make that kissy sound to you. Before, I'm going to spit on you. I'm going to spit on you, too. So I have a feeling that's maybe why so many deputies got caught in the line of fire. I, I can just I can just picture calling him over. Come here, buddy. But it worked and got him back to his pen, unlike his siblings who just took off when the deputies arrived. They probably saw the police coming and they were like, oh, mom's going to get mad. We're getting out of here. And they probably took this thing. Uh, the slama always has a look like what? Huh? You talking to me? That's a that's a look of a of a beast that that wants to kick your ass. Off and Joe just standing there like, what? You did great. Now as cute as Joe is and his cute adorable brothers and sisters, they do have a job. They eat poison ivy here at the and abuse women. This is called this poison ivy chick. Joe is no Joe the llama goes around and beats the shit out of all the female goats. And then blames them for it. If you want to learn more about it, you can head to fox17online.com or click on our mobile app. Reporting here in Ada Township, Lauren Edwards, Fox 17 News. All's well that ends well. Uh, Weta Meyer says hello. I think you're new. Welcome. Uh, up north, Justin Orange Silverado says, I heard a porn star give advice once on a documentary to not use lube, use spit. What? Uh, by the way, how much snow do we have up there? I want to go up there at the end of, uh, the end of March. All right. Well, I'm just glad they got the, uh, the thing back. Okay. Moving back or moving on, I should say. Um, headline couple goes viral for filming daughter's reaction to hearing them having sex. Couple goes viral because they filmed the daughter's reaction to hearing them having sex. It should say couple is arrested for filming daughter's reaction to hearing them having sex. JC Underwood opened up to today.com about the night her six-year-old heard her and her husband being intimate. I guess her and dude... We're getting it on, and the six-year-old heard it. So, I guess they're like, hey, uh, 
hey, she just heard us having sex. Let's get her uh, response. I mean, if you if this is how you operate, if th- this is your idea of uh, what you should do with your kids, there's something fucking wrong with you. It's me. My God. Because you're going to seriously traumatize that kid. And even if you're not, even if you do or you don't or you lie to the kid or whatnot, uh, the idea that that kid is eventually going to grow up and know what the hell happened. I heard you screaming and she wanted to make sure you're okay. I was screaming? Yeah. So I think you should come talk to her let her know that you're okay. What's wrong? I heard you screaming. I wanted to know what's wrong. My Lord was answering. By the way, her TikTok name is Part Time Milf. Oh, our door was closed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like you were hurt or something. Oh. Kids, like you were hurt. Oh, no, I'm not hurt. I'm sorry that scared you. I thought you were so asleep. <laughs> I love you. I also heard you ordering pizza. <laughs> Can you imagine if she's like, yeah, daddy was giving me a good dickin'. What did you just say? Our daughter's crying right now because she heard you screaming and she wanted to make sure you're okay. I was screaming? Yeah. So I think you should come talk to her. Let her know that. Fuck. What's wrong? I heard you screaming. I wanted to know what's wrong. My Lord was answering me. Oh, our door was closed. I'm so sorry. I was getting pounded. Like you were hurt or something. Oh, no. I'm not hurt. I'm sorry that scared you. I I'm not hurt at all. You were so asleep. <laughs> I love you. All right. Uh, this is mom and dad. They're just lovely. And apparently she's very vocal. Hey, you got to watch that shit, man. You know, you're going to mess your kids up. I've never actually heard my, I never heard my parents doing it. Blue State Rob says, I'm not hurt. Meanwhile, she limps out of the room. Uh, Blue State Rob says, remember when you told Madison what sex was and then told that story on the radio? I do not. I don't, did, did that happen? Did I do that? It was one time Jackie walked in and something was going down. And, uh, You know, we're wondering what the hell she saw. And later on, she said, why was mom eating an ice cream cone in bed? That was the line. That was Jackie, young Jackie. Why was mom eating ice cream in bed? Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, shit. I hope she doesn't listen to this show. And I hope she doesn't remember that. Oh, no. Why? 
Why did I bring that up? I probably just brought up some terrible memory. And she's like, oh, I remember that. It wasn't ice cream. Holy shit. Fucking. Awful. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's, that's a little messy. But now this chick, um, it's a little weird, I think. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to post this online. You know how uh, she said, go ahead and repeat that. That means like, um, she's like, okay, this is great. We got, this is going to be a, a lot of hits. This is a good idea. So then she recorded the whole thing. Um, JC's TikTok, which was posted on March 1st, has now been viewed more than 38 million times. She describes herself as an influencer. Uh, the influencer's kids are not featured prominently on her TikTok. Um, influencer. God, I, I really hate that term. Essentially, you're just a person that posts shit that a lot of people look at. So you're an influencer. I just hate the word. Uh, do I think that kids should be used as content? Absolutely not. And do I think that you should pick up your phone and record your child in a distressed moment? Absolutely not. JCTellsToday.com. But you did. She says, but the reason I decided to post this was because I knew it, it would be so relatable and funny to adults. Well, then you can't say that kids shouldn't be used as content what you should say is do i think that kids should be used as content yes do i think you should pick up your phone and record your child in a distressed moment of course especially when you can get a lot of material that is good for views there's nothing wrong with that if you're gonna admit it the only time it becomes a problem is when you talk out of both sides of your mouth I mean, JC should say, yeah, 38 million people watch this. 38 million. You know how much money I'm going to make from this? The juice is worth the squeeze. I wish people would be honest when they're cor- uh, backed into a corner like this. You know, just say what it is. Oh, yeah, we're definitely taking advantage of this. I have a great, great, great clip here. Don't act like you're some fucking righteous person in one breath, and then you do the opposite in the next, you fucking moron. The clip was filmed five months ago, but JC saved it in her drafts and forgot about it until last week. We did a stay-at-home date night. The kids go to bed early, jctellstoday.com. We played a couple of games. We watched a movie, and then we were intimate. After the deed was done, JC says she and Matt were laughing and joking around. The TV was also on. JC says her daughter may have heard it. And she's not loud in bed, but she says it's also possible she heard them rolling around in the bedroom. You see, that's not true at all. You should have said, oh, yeah. Matt was just putting it to me, but good. It was a savage bit of sex. Mom says, I felt terrible. She's the most sensitive, sweet angel child. You felt terrible, but not so terrible that you didn't film it. You didn't feel that terrible. 
I hate that she thought I was in physical pain. She should have been completely honest and said, look, your dad and I were having sex and I was enjoying it. And when you enjoy sex, sometimes you make noises like happy noises. The kid's going to say, what's sex? And she's going to say, I'll show you later. JC says she and Matt are careful and always lock their door when they have sex. We think she was calling out for us and we didn't hear her. And that's why it escalated the way it did. Well, no kidding. We, we heard that part of it. Thousands of people have commented in solidarity on JC's post. My son came in the room as quiet as a ninja walked around to the other side of the bed and said, daddy, get off mommy. One mom wrote another added. I just went through this with my eight year old son. Same thing. He was so scared. He even made the sound. So I knew what he meant, (laughs) but not all the comments have been kind. As one person wrote on Twitter, am I the only person who doesn't find this funny in the slightest? If you have a child in the house, why would you scream during intercourse with your partner? Children don't know what you're doing. And even if they did, it's incredibly disrespectful and traumatizing for them. I agree with that. I mean, imagine if you heard that there are some of you right now who, um, did hear your moms and dads going to pound town and it's still in your brain. So fucking knock it off. What the fuck is wrong with you? Put a pillow over her face or something. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hear that. If my mom did that, I'd have kicked in the door and I said, you're a fucking animal. Um, parenting and youth development expert, Dr. Delbra, uh, Deborah Gilboa says people in the United States are squeamish when it comes to intimacy. I don't know if we're squeamish when it comes to intimacy, but I think we should be squeamish when it comes to, you know, inviting your children into the bedroom. We have a really strong Puritan base in our country that thinks sex is horrifying. Well, I don't know if I want to go that direction. This is, I think you're overstating it. The bottom line is, uh, yeah, I mean, who the fuck wants to hear their parents having sex? In many cultures around the world, parents and children share a room. It doesn't lead to, a, to higher rates of incest, sexual exploitation, or any of the things we would appropriately worry about. So are you suggesting that in many cultures, dads and moms have sex and their kids uh, watch? Well, we should bomb those countries if that's a thing. Gilboa says that JC and Matt did the right thing. They went in and comforted their daughter. Later, they also apologized for, quote, playing too loudly. We were playing and we were being too noisy is the perfect thing to say, little kids. Gilboa says, but if your child understands the birds and the bees, you should be honest with them. No, no, fuck that. You want to lie when the kid's six. She's going to forget about that anyway. So lie your fucking ass off. You don't, you don't say, yeah, dad was jamming me right in my uh, sweet spot. We were having great anal sex. Yeah, fucking, that's stupid. Don't lie. There's nothing shameful about having sex. Bullshit. Lie. You don't want to traumatize the kid. Yeah, that's bullshit. You definitely want to lie. And don't, if you're going to, 
if you're going to shoot that video, also don't lie to the world and say, yes, yeah, so we, you should never uh, video your children during trauma, especially after they hear you having sex and show it off to the world. You should never do that. But I am going to do that. But you should never do that. And here's the video. What the fuck? Just say what it is. This is a hilarious video. We were having sex and um, I'm going to make a lot of money off of this video. You should all do the same thing if you get the opportunity. By the way, I'm super hot and so it's cool. Um, my God. Blue State Rob says, I'm so glad my parents stopped doing it after they had me. Do these people not have locks on the bedroom door? You're talking about the people that got walked in on? Yeah, you got locked that shit. Um, I remember there was a couple of times where things were going down and then the door handle was rattling. And then I could sense that whatever child it was, was picking the lock. So we had to go and take evasive maneuvers. And by the time that door opened, we were acting like we were sound asleep. And so you might be like, well, why didn't you just say don't come in? Well, that's a dead giveaway. Uh, don't come in. The kid's going to be like, Why? Well, because I'm inside of your mom. Jesus. All right. That is crazy. Thank you to M37 hackers. In Middleville, Michigan, golf simulation fun. Okay, you've heard of uh, X-Golf in Grand Rapids. Super expensive. M37 hackers, not. Yes, you got to go to Middleville, but who gives a shit? Head over to M37 hackers and have some fun. Rent a couple of hours, bring your bros, and golf the finest courses in the world. 269-205-2095. 269-205-2095. You can inquire about a membership to M37 Hackers, which gets you a reduced cost on just about everything. Uh, Entry into the tournaments where you can win cash. They're having a hole-in-one contest right now, uh, and every day it goes up in value or something like that. If uh, if no one wins a hole in one two six or gets a hole in one two six nine two zero five twenty ninety five for M thirty seven hackers in Middleville Michigan I think you're gonna pay about forty bucks an hour for a bay I, and I do believe that X Golf is like sixty to eighty an hour M thirty seven hackers two six nine two zero five twenty ninety five. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Serving people all around the United States when it comes to getting a mortgage, a refi, whatever it is, 231-332-6505. Call and ask about locking in a pre-approved rate for your home. 
Get pre-approved before you shop for the home. 231-332-6505. Kent County Health Department reminds you that if uh, someone you know or love or you are experiencing um, the problems of getting food on the table, uh, there is something you can do. The WIC program helps that. Uh, If you qualify, you are entitled to a ton of food each and every month. The Kent County Health Department has more information. Uh, 616-632-7200 or go to accesskent.com slash health. Finally, Blue Frost IT. My God, thank you so much for being part of the show. Blue Frost IT. uh, Online at bluefrostit.com. The managed IT service provider for this show. If you ever have any technical issues, like maybe you want to upgrade your tech and your business, uh, don't just go and start buying stuff off the shelf. Sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation from Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50. Blue Frost IT. And after they set you up with what you need to buy, you buy it. They set it all up for you. That's part of the service. And then they convert um, that project to them being your managed IT service provider. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in a while, I've run out of material. So I'm going to give you the asshole of the day. I'm going to do my thank yous and I'm going to send you on your way and then rejoin you for the Patreon bonus podcast. I think we're going to do the asshole today. If I can find the dry erase marker, don't even tell me. This is terribly embarrassing. Sam wants to nominate the guy who died. The hoarder husband? I don't know if I can do that. Congratulations to the guy on the motorcycle who gave the middle finger to the cops who then got greased in an instant karma moment. That is brought to you by TC Paintball. I've got a nomination for uh, Joe Llama. No. Yeah, it's got to be the guy in the motorcycle. That is your asshole of the day. Thank you to Jimmy for making music for the show. Rest in peace to his pal, Michael Rhodes. And we'll leave it right there. Folks, have a great day. I'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. Bye-bye.